Hello, my name is Andrew Gay. Together with my co-host, Tom Fox, I would like to welcome you to our new podcast, Investing in the Future, Developing Leadership in Kerr County. In this podcast series, we will talk about and with local leadership within Kerr County. We dive into their unique perspectives and discuss their visions about the future of Kerr County, as well as the importance and role of local leadership. This podcast is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. Today, Andrew and I host Caitlin Hamilton, who talks about building relationships through her year in leadership, Kerr County. It's a fabulous interview. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four. We are your co-host, Andrew Gay and Tom Fox. And today we are here with Caitlin Hamilton, and we're going to talk about leadership in our local area. First of all, hello, Caitlin. Thank you so much for joining us. How's it going? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. It's going really well. I'm excited to be here. All right. Well, if you want to kick us off, maybe you want to give us just a little bit of background about who you are and what you do in the local area here. Absolutely. So I am actually a realtor with Century 21, the Hills Realty, and I grew up west of here around San Angelo. Uh, ended up here, I think about 12 years ago. And the newspaper industry is what actually brought me here. And so it's been a really fun transition into being my own boss. That's great. Well, so keeping in spirit with the, the, the podcast itself, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you found Leadership Kirk County and what class you were of Leadership Kirk County? Well, uh, I, oh man, COVID kind of blew all of my count apart, but I'm pretty sure it was 2017. And I actually ended up in leadership because of Allison Boucher, <laughs> who is one of my very best friends, and she's involved in absolutely everything. And she said, you really need to go through this program. It is life-changing, and it really was. I still have so many great connections with my class members. We still have a group chat. We call each other if we need anything. It's just been phenomenal. Tom, over to you, sir. So did, let's start, kind of start with the beginning. You signed up or applied and were accepted for your class. What were some of the early experiences you guys literally kind of walk us through your year for your class? Yeah. So, you know, you get thrown together at the retreat. And so it's all, you know, everybody likes to pretend they're shy to begin with. And then as, you know, the days progress, you really get to know these people and not just you know, on that superficial level, but you start forming these wonderful bonds. And I mean, what is a community without its people, right? So I think that bond is really what makes not only leadership great, but Kerrville great. So, I mean, like I said, we had so much fun. We learned so much and we still have fun together. So actually, let me pick up on that because you're the first person that's really articulated that. And I think it's so important. Yes, you're learning about Kerrville and Kerr County. Yes, you are increasing your knowledge and your experience about leadership. But now you're talking about those relationships and not just those relationships in terms of personal relationships for friends, but you're building relationships to lead this county and this town into 2030 and hopefully beyond. And that 
the relationships you personal relationship you've had, you've come to know you can trust these people. And then if someone else has gone through the program, you at least have confidence that they've studied and learned some of the same things you have. And perhaps that would give you a, an additional foundation to work together. But that I think is a hugely significant part of leadership Kirk County that you're creating these personal relationships with your fellow class members. And as you said, we're still having a zoom call and there are people you call, you know, when, when you need to, or when you want to. So that's such a significant part of that. And literally the first person that's really articulated that. So I really want to give you kudos for that. Um, I did have, I did have a question about the, you mentioned the retreat. I just wanted to ask, did you do the shoe game as the icebreaker? Yes, we did okay. the shoe game. <laughs> okay. Do you do you remember how that went down for you? Like did you like it? Did you not like it? Was it were you were you nervous sitting there? Because I know I, I kind of was, honestly. I think I made up the most ridiculous stuff that I could have. I picked up a shoe and I was like, oh, you know, must be a lunch lady or so I can't even remember what I said, but it was so silly and outlandish. But I mean, it served its purpose. It was a great icebreaker and it got everybody feeling kind of loose and silly. And yeah. I, I say, keep the shoe game. <laughs> I think that when we did ours for our class, the what you just described about getting in there and kind of loosening up, I was, I was legitimately nervous. And by the time that that was over, which no more than, gosh, like 30 minutes, maybe for the whole thing, I had a completely different vibe. Like, you know, I, I could you know, my walls were down and, and that's all it took. And everything after that was just relationship building, getting to know those, those my colleagues that I was in the class with and, and whatnot. And I really think one of my biggest takeaways from the retreat was the DISC assessment. So had you done a DISC assessment before the, doing the leadership retreat? So I had not, I had actually never heard of a DISC assessment before, but as soon as I got my results back, I was like, makes sense. <laughs> so I'm a, I was right in the middle D and I like on the line at the very top. So yeah. <laughs> I'm an I. Yes. I was actually like an ISC. So I had three. Look yeah. I don't know. I'm also a Gemini. So probably multiple personalities. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure, but I thought that was it's called schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it, whatever. Uh, you know, but, but learning your strengths and your weaknesses about yourself, and then being in a room of people that, that you don't really know, but you're kind of warming up to and discussing all of that, leaving the retreat, I really and truly did feel a bond with those people, you know, that were complete strangers walking into that retreat. And it was what, a day and a half, you know, yes. and they're done. And, and so I think that's, I think that's really special and something special about the leadership class. And I think it's a great way to, to kick off any class. And I would I would 100% agree with you. And then not only that, you leave the class and then people are like, hey, I'm involved in this in the community. Come help me. And so, you know, there's that bond. But now they've also got you like, hey, yeah. you'd be great for this. You're on the hook. Come, come, <laughs> come serve with, you know, with yeah. me on this. And so you're talking about the community and leadership and it just it just has a ripple effect. And it's it's really yeah. cool to see. Um, I guess, so moving on from the retreat, because that's really just the first part of the class. It's kind of like the kickoff period mm -hmm. and you get the walls down and, and people get comfortable with themselves. But going through the different days and the different learnings and the things, the knowledge that you gain throughout the class and throughout the year, what do you think 
would have been some of your highlights or maybe like your favorite day? Do you have any very memorable experiences from your class year? Oh, man. You know, as I said, I've been in this community for 12 years. If it hadn't been for this program, I wouldn't know about water reclamation. I mean, stuff that we get so into our daily lives that we forget everything else that's going on around us and what it really takes to run, you know, a community and a city. And so I thought that was so cool. I know not everybody will share that opinion. Especially the water reclamation (laughs) plant. But I, I think it's so neat that you get to step outside of your bubble and experience it with other people and see some of the real inner workings of this community. And it just, it's eye-opening. It's really neat. It was very eye-opening for myself too. And I really think that going around the, being exposed to that, you get a, you build out an idea and a framework of the underbelly of what it, like you said, of what it really takes to run city, county, and all the different pieces of the municipality puzzle, if you will. And one of the things that stood out to me was some of these people that work at some of those plants and and things that are essential services of the city or whatever it may be, have been there for a really long time. And, And I would have never rubbed elbows with those people, I don't think, if I wouldn't have gotten outside my bubble. And that's really, I think that's really special too. But I guess just to that point, how do you think, because one thing we did not mention is you and I serve on the steering committee together now. So, and we're in the first year, first year steering committee members, which is awesome. I was a class participant last year and, you know, shifting from being a class participant to now being on the steering committee. Can you recall anything that comes to mind that is different about being the class participant versus now being on the steering committee and doing, going through some of those same uh, classes and whatnot, but on the flip side? Yeah, well, we Number one, instead of being in the trenches, trying to learn how to work together with all these different personalities, you're, you're seeing it from the outside looking in. So that's been a real, I was like, man, did we sound like this? Did we, did we, we, you know, have these, these moments where we were like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? You know? Yes. So I do know. Okay. So that's been really interesting. But it's also been a joy to watch people bond and, you know, work together. And I mean, they're coming from completely different areas. And to see those barriers break down for, you know, a big project, it's it's really, it's wonderful. And the big project is Easter Fest, which I'm really looking forward to this year. And I really think that you know, for me, kind of to your point about what you were saying on the flip side of it, it, the pressure definitely feels like it's off being on the steering committee because when you're in it, you're the one trying to figure out how to do things, problem solve, uh, you know, continuously bond with those people and, and, and do that kind of work. And on the flip side of that, it's kind of like you get to watch that happen in other people. And I really think that's, that's been really special for, for myself. So I'm glad that you kind of share some of that same perspective. So the, I wondered if you could say a few words about why you think it's so important for a town the size of Kerrville in a relatively rural part of West Texas to have this type of leadership development program um, so that we move forward. What kind of your thoughts on why we even need this kind of program? That's a big question. That is a big question. I know. Well, I think it once again goes back to those relationships that you create because now you're 
probably more likely to do business with someone you know. We were just talking about that earlier. But it also gives you a way to learn how to communicate with others. And, you know, you find out their interests. And like we were saying, all of a sudden you have people knocking on your door. Hey, I think this would be a great fit for you. This particular program or this board or, you know, something like Kerrville Pets Alive. Love animals too? Come help. You know, things of that nature. So it's a, it's a beautiful engagement tool. And that's what our community needs. And we don't need just young people. We need people of all ages involved. And we need those ideas and we need those different personality types coming in to try and make our community better. And I think we're succeeding. I love it here. It's good. I think we would agree with you. I think both of us love it here too. So. I have to pick up on something else you said, because once again, no one else has said this and that's engagement. And now I understand why you're such a good real estate agent. <laughs> well, thank you. You haven't said one thing about selling. You've talked about engagement. You've talked about relationships. And if that's the way you market yourself, no wonder you're so successful. <laughs> I just bought it and I didn't know it. No, that's that's absolutely critical because, I mean, you obviously have been inspired to become more involved, as, as you and Andrew were talking about. And when you put the number of people in each class and multiply that on the number of years, you've got a fairly good size pool of very talented, motivated people to move forward. So it's really interesting, your take. It's, it is completely different than the other folks we've talked to. They've talked about the tactical, you know, things they learn and how they were able to apply them. But you've taken it from a completely different angle. Very well, well done. Well, thank you. Um, I guess... So we're, we're getting kind of close to the end of our, our time here, but maybe do you have any parting thoughts as far as if someone's interested in getting involved in, in leadership? Obviously, the answer is do it, you know, um, but what would you say to someone that was kind of curious about getting involved in, in leadership? Just like if you had to say a few words about that to them. Oh, gosh, I reach out. You're welcome to reach out to me. My phone number's out there. I'll answer any question I can. But also take the chance. It's it's a beautiful program. And you're not only going to learn, which is fantastic, and and have a deeper appreciation for our city, but you're also gonna make lifelong friends. I mean, it, it's just wonderful. Just do it. Well said. Also, <laughs> and before and before we leave, do you want to give a quick plug if you're with Century 21, right? So if someone needs to find you or they got questions about purchasing or selling a home, where would they Absolutely. locate you? Absolutely. Yeah. So I am a realtor with Century 21, the Hills Realty. We are at 1726 Sydney Baker, which is right across the street from Billy's Western Wear and Home Depot, if that helps. <laughs> and we're always there to chat with you. It doesn't matter if you're looking to buy, sell, downsize, upsize. We got you covered. And I've been in you, your guys' office and it's, it is a wonderful office space that you got there. So, Well, thank you. Caitlin, thank you again so much for, for joining us. And we really appreciate your input and insight into your, uh, or giving us the time to talk about leadership and in our lovely community. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Thank you. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed this inaugural episode of Investing in the Future, Developing Leadership in Kerr County. 
Andrew and I will be exploring this topic in some detail over the next several episodes. I hope you'll plan to join us again. If you've been a member of Leadership Kerrville, we may be reaching out to you. If you'd like to be on this podcast, please feel free to contact either Andrew or myself. This podcast is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network.